Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge on Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. I missed that one by... uh. By about 25 minutes, but I had to make up for it for my guy's city limits. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan until 6 o'clock. And for the guys this afternoon, the Great American Race supposed to be beginning in about an hour from now. The Daytona 500, we'll talk about that a little bit in a few minutes. Right now... Talking about your Pittsburgh Pirates. They open up the spring training schedule on Saturday afternoon against the Minnesota Twins. Vegas has the odds set for the Pirates' win-loss total at 75.5. Will they be better or worse than last season? If they reach that number... Basically the same. They won 76 games last year. They went 76 and 86. After two seasons of losing 100-plus games and winning in the low 60s. 62 and 100, 61 and 101. A 14-game improvement last year for the Buccos. Austin, something else that we didn't even talk about a few minutes ago. This team should be getting more than nine games from perhaps their most electric player in 2024. We got 40 plate appearances from O'Neill Cruz last season, and they still had a 14-win improvement. Now, you can have your worries about the, the rotation. I absolutely do. You can have your worries elsewhere. But if you get a full season from your most exciting player, I think you have to at least be a little bit optimistic about that. There were sincere talks going into last year that O'Neill Cruz could be a 30-30 guy. There was the talk of maybe even a 40-40 season, which is basically Ronald Acuna numbers from last year, MVP type of season. He has the type of impact where it changes maybe five games, where he hits a big home run in the eighth inning that you don't expect in a one-run ball game to tie it up, or a two-run home run to win it even in the sixth inning, whatever it might be, and use his speed to go first to third with one out and you get a sacrifice fly. There's a lot of different things that he brings to the table that we're missing. Now, you could also say on the flip side, defensively, how great is he going to be? I'd rather just project the bat and see how great that's going to be potentially for the Pirates this year because he's maybe going to hit leadoff, maybe fourth in the lineup. He's going to be their best offensive player, and it was completely lost last year in a team that was eh, okay offensively. Well, it's funny, too, whenever we just get done talking about Henry Davis, who they wanted to experiment with in right field because they're worried about him playing at the position that he's played at for a while. They wanted to do the same thing with O'Neill Cruz. This time over the last few years, 
Oh, O'Neill Cruz can't play shortstop. He's too long and gangly and lanky. Like he can't he can't play at short. He can't play in the infield. We have to put him in the outfield. Now we don't hear any of that not because he played at short and believe it or not, he didn't fail even though we were all projecting that this guy would not be able to do it at the major league level. Not only did he not fail, he made some huge highlight plays. Now, I don't see what is so wrong about having the world's tallest shortstop at that position because you want somebody there that has the ability to cover a lot of ground, has a lot of range. Not many would be able to do it better than this guy. No, not at all. And the tools are obviously what stands out for him. You don't hear anything about the outfield, and it's partly because, and now we're not saying that he's a great defender, and he might never be a great defender. He can be a little bit wild with just picking the ball and the way that he's throwing it over to first base. Not Pedro Alvarez, though, on the left side of the infield. He just brings a star factor to the team that really nobody else does. Andrew McCutcheon's not in his prime anymore. He's notable, probably the most notable player of anybody else on the team. But by the end of the season this year, if O'Neill Cruz plays the way that so many of us think he can, he's going to be that guy. I think Cruz can easily be a 2020-type player. I think he could actually reach that 30-30 threshold. I, I really can. I think he's that electric of a player. He's also the type of player that gets fans interested in going to the ballpark because you he's the type of athlete that you'll watch on TV and you'll think if you're a a big Pirates fan or maybe just a big baseball fan because we know in baseball one of the beauties of the the summer game is that people travel all over. They take road trips to see different teams in different cities, different stadiums. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He's the type of player that the Pirates have not had in a while, really since McCutcheon in his prime. Like you say, I want to be able to see that guy in person because he does some things that normal athletes are not supposed to be able to do. Like he is the easy can turn a single into a double. He's the easy go first to third. Uh, He's easily somebody who can uh, move around on the bases and he can also hit the baseball 450 feet. Almost 500 in batting practice. He just needs to learn how to slide, and he'll be able to protect himself better. He's the type of guy that sells tickets, sells merchandise, sells gear, is obviously good for the Pirates. I would not be surprised, Donnie, if he makes the All-Star team, and if he's a guy where we reach the point at the end of the year where we're talking about extension for O'Neill Cruz, kind of how Brian Reynolds got done last year, Brian Hayes the year before. This is supposed to be the spring of Mitch Keller. There hasn't been any talks in the last couple of days that potentially that might be an option. But Cruz is logically the next guy in line for that. It's like the volcano that's ready to erupt. We've been told about it. We know it's potentially happening. We're planning for it. It just needs to actually happen at this point. Yeah, you got to take your shot here with this kid. Like, you got a guy that's 24 years old, and you got him in a deal with the Dodgers uh, from a few years ago, and... We hear people bitch and moan and complain about 
the the prospects that they always bring in. Uh, my my father being one of them, like that generation. I don't know how how your father always views it, but they always hear prospects in return on a trade, and they just get bummed out. Oh, when will any of these guys ever pan out? Well, here's one right here, who maybe that immediate trade, you didn't really know who O'Neill Cruz was, and now here we are a few seasons later, and he's the most electrifying player that this team can put in their lineup. I mean, he's without he's got to be the one or two hitter right. in the lineup, and he's a reason why people will actually find the Pirates relevant and optimistic in 2024. Brian Reynolds will probably hit second. You might see Cruz lead off, maybe McCutcheon third. But, but I mean, you're right. He's somebody who can help bring a national spotlight and some national attention to Pittsburgh, which has not been seen here since, what, maybe 2018, the last time that they were over 500, at least since 2015, if not that. See, I, I wouldn't like Kutch hitting third. I, I think that's too, too high in the lineup for him. I, I, I would have him down at like number six if you ask me because he he can still get on base at a very good rate he walked a ton last year McCutcheon walked 75 times last season he only struck out 100 times that that's a a pretty favorable rate for any major league hitter like he still was getting on base a lot, a three seventy eight on base percentage. Yeah, that's why. I, I, I would put him a little bit lower down just because I, I think you can have a promising top half of the lineup. Like, you start with Cruz, Reynolds batting second. Then I would go with, uh, honestly, I would go with Q. Brian Hayes third. Uh, you can maybe, maybe switch this around, but I like someone like Henry Davis in a cleanup spot. That's how much I think his bat can be clean up spot in Indianapolis then you go Sawinski number five then Kutch then my buddy Rowdy Telez let's get Rowdy the big first baseman then with the eight and nine spot you can roll with uh if you start Davis in right field I mean I don't know which way we want to look at this but either like a Connor Joe if he's the right fielder if we're assuming that uh, Davis is the catcher. You got a got Josh Palacios still out there. They don't have a right fielder in right field. Well, it's funny because you pull up their depth chart and they have like seven guys listed. And if they move, despite not having a set player out there, they move Sawinski to right, then they don't have a center fielder. So they are missing one significant piece in the outfield. And then I think you round it out with whoever's at second base because you got like three guys there too. You got Pagaro, you have G1 Bay, and you have Gonzalez. Probably Pagaro gonna end up being the guy at that spot but yeah I mean I'm I'm glad that Kutch is back I mean his return last year was awesome like one of those special moments in sports like the dude finally came back home and will hopefully finish out his career in Pittsburgh but I wouldn't be too inspired if we had a 36 year old just chilling at number three in the lineup now maybe every so often I don't know depending on how things can get jumbled up and you get your Sunday lineups oh uh, we know Derek Shelton loves to move the lineup around yeah. maybe it's because he doesn't have the guys that at least didn't last year or the year before that that he thinks can considerably stick in certain spots other than Reynolds but they move guys around so frequently I mean I think I think you want to try to roll with some consistency yes though, because 
I mean, we we can see what happens when like guys are always moving around. Like athletes are creatures of habit. Baseball players, as much as any of them. I mean, don't just flip flop everything. The the way the lineup is. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. If you want to join the conversation, Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at South Hills Kia.